This is reposted. Every morning, Larry and I dig into a quote or idea that has caught our eye. Our hope is that our chat inspires you to never stop thinking and possibly challenges you in a new way. If you'd like to help support the show, please visit patreon.com slash reposted. Thank you for stopping by. Yes, it's that time of the month again where all three of us cycle and Brandon shows up <laughs> for the podcast. Check out Brandon's podcast, Football and Football Podcast. Mm. He's the co-host. It's a really good show. Check it out anywhere you can find podcasts. And today we're going to be talking about an article that we came across from Jason Atten on Inc.com. And basically he's talking about how you're poisoning your customer relationships with this one phrase. And the phrase is, quote, I'm sorry you feel that way. I think basically he's saying this is for customers and business, but I think it just boils down to you need to take ownership of your actions. We talked, I think yesterday about how people's pride gets in the way of being able to just take a different point of view. But do you ever tell people, do you, do you empathize with the way they feel, Brandon? Well, before I answer that question, uh, I'd like to start with a pushback. Uh, just <laughs> yes. right out of the gate. Bingo square number four. Uh, first off, I feel very, very honored to be on this show today. I am following a rabbi, mm-hmm. a Franciscan friar, yep. a uh, my favorite uh, English poet, Robert Browning, yeah, uh, and, and most importantly, Ad Rock. I mean, the fact that I am sort of lumped in with that group, either I'm like the, we don't have anything left, so we're going to throw this turd pile in there, or <laughs> you guys are like, well, we couldn't get the Dalai Lama, so let's go with Brandon instead. So I just want to put that out there. Okay, I'd number like to, one. I'd like to say, I'm happy you feel that way. Oh, I did. Thank you for, I, I, I'm sorry you feel that way, Andrew. Um, <laughs> I actually really like this article. It, it was the first article you've sent me. So I actually had to do some reading and thinking, which was just like, usually I could just do it off the cuff, but I don't know, I'd actually think about it. It struck me immediately as like when you talk to the Filipino uh, call bank center, when you call up customer service anywhere and you, oh, get, yeah. like, you get like Sri Lanka or the Philippines and they're like, they're like, you're wrong, sir. And you're like, what? no, 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 I'm the customer. And then um, inevitably after you stay on the line for an hour, they'll send the manager who's been trained to say, that must be difficult. Let me see what I can do. We're going to send you a $5 gift card to Starbucks. And at least at that point, I feel like somebody cared enough about me to send me my $5 gift card. So I like this. I thought that was very spot on. I, 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 I don't think I'd ever, I'm sure I've used that phrase. I don't think I'd ever thought about it before in the terms of, I'm sorry you feel that way, Larry. I just, you know, I kick Larry right in the nuts. And then he's like, why would you do that? I'm like, I'm sorry you feel that way, Larry. Yeah, no, I'm a jerk. I shouldn't be saying that. It's, it's like a double whammy. I love that. Uh, I think they might have said this in the article, but I'm sorry you feel that way is the non-apology apology. Yeah. It's like the it's the it's like the hey, no offense, but you really suck. God bless her. She's a great person, but she really yeah. is, uh, you but know, she's an idiot. <laughs> she's an yeah, idiot. totally. <laughs> it, it is like the ultimate left handed, like non-apology apology. It's brilliant. Yeah, I mean, you talked about the call center thing. I get triggered because I, I can tell a lot of the times that those are pre-programmed to manipulate your feelings. Like, oh, I empath- like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry that this is not going well. Like, that makes me more mad because I know they don't really care. And I think that's what the article really gets at is saying, I'm sorry you feel that way, basically is absolving yourself of any responsibility for your actions. I think maybe a different approach, which is harder to do in the moment but like if you offend someone be like 
think about taking responsibility on yourself as like, I'm sorry, I was a jerk to you versus I'm sorry, you had a certain reaction. Yeah, I think that's a, I think it's the whole thing you got, well, Larry always talks about this. So I think it's bingo square number 33 of, of just asking questions. But, but more, this is probably where Larry falls down if he falls down anywhere is that you actually have to listen for the response. But you can ask the question, but yet, no, nah, I'm kidding. Larry's really good at that, right? You ask a question because you actually care and then you listen for the response. So if I say, hey, Andrew, how's your acting career going? And then you start going, well, I'm, and then I'm like, okay, anyway, I, I didn't really care. I was just pleasantries, right? So I think that's the key is listening what somebody says I, what i liked about the article too is he said you don't have to agree with the person you don't have to say oh i agree with you best manager best boss i ever had in my life jerry grossman shout out jerry uh is he would he would always listen to you and you always felt heard but rarely did he ever agree with you and i and I, afterwards i was like i don't know what kind of jedi mind tricks he uses but you just feel love and and you heard and even when you don't get your way you just want to be heard like someone actually listened to what you had to say. Okay, I'm going to push back on that. You're almost Ooh. right. Um, but it's like the Sri Lankan call center, right? You call and then you, the reason you're upset is because they're like reading off the script. I'm sorry, you, you, you could sense that they're reading off the call script. If you're, the key that your boss was that they made you feel like they listened. Maybe they didn't. <laughs> And that's the whole problem with the call centers. Like you want them to have a big problem and you want them to show like, oh, I actually heard you. And guess what? I'm going to try to do something, even whether they do it or not. It was that they heard you because one time in my life, I emailed a politician. I emailed the board of supervisors, my supervisor for San Francisco, London Breed. She became the mayor. And it was something that was oh. going on in my neighborhood. Right. So I just emailed her like, hey, there's trash going picked up, blah, 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 blah. If she would have simply said, hey, Thank you for being a concerned citizen. Really appreciate that email. I'm going to look into it. I've been like, cool, great. Never need a politician. No, she went over the top on me. She emailed me back. She's like, hey, why don't you pick up that trash, you lazy turd? And then, like, I was like, hey, well, I got three kids. And three. She's like, no, it's your civic. Like, literally four emails back and forth of my civic duty to get involved. And I was like, whoa. whoa. She could have just listened, made me feel like I was heard. No, but she went over the top on me. Well, Stu, do you think that's good or bad? I think it's horrible. Most situations just involve, like we all said, making sure someone feels like they were heard. And then whether you disagree or not, that's all it is. Disarming them with, I hear you. I, I mean, I she disagree. She was trying to tell you why you're wrong. It kind of sounds like she's you, you wanted to be placated. You wanted to just get a nod and then feel fuzzy and move on. I mean, I think my takeaway from this is you should engage more and embrace whatever's uncomfortable for the short term. And in the long term, you're going to be better off because you're willing to have a conversation as opposed to just placating. Hmm. Oh, I like that a lot. I think that, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's a complicated one because I see her point of view, but on the flip side, she's an elected official and you want to be, I think it is, you do want to be heard. Everyone's been in a situation in their life where you could tell the person just absolutely does not care anything about what you you're said, how you feel. Uh, and this goes back to the boss thing, right? They were saying businesses. I don't know about you guys, but I've had plenty of bosses over the years that if, if they haven't said this exact phrase, it's been close to that. I'm sorry you feel that way. We're going to have to agree to disagree. It's like, no, no I don't agree to disagree with you, jack wagon. You're an a-hole. Like, I mean, you didn't even hear what I had to say. I, I think that's kind of what the, the point of this whole thing is. So, um, I do like, yeah. 
Go ahead. Uh, I do like this example from my kids when one of my kids will come in and they'll um, someone apologize and they're like, Brandon told me I have to apologize. That's kind of what this is like. Like, uh, my mom told me to apologize to someone else. It's like that, that ruins the whole point. Yeah, uh, I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, I guess I it depends that, right? on what you're trying to, trying to get out of it. I mean, to me, it feels like if you if you feel the urge to say, I'm sorry you feel that way, take a second and be introspective and be like, why would the other person be upset with you versus, I, to me, it just seems like an absolve, absolvation. That's not a word, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Can I say one last thing before, before you give me the hook, Andrew? <laughs> uh, you know, I do, a, I do a sports podcast that I really <gasps> like doing. Amongst other podcasts, it's I really love good podcast. It's really good. It'd be interesting. Now you've never listened, and it's okay. Um, but but what I really enjoy about um, we talk a lot about this about different things that are happening in the sports world. And we're always saying we need to have a sports psychologist on the show, and I'm I'm like really working on like trying to get a sports psychologist to talk about like what are the actual what is actually happening psychologically with this team? What why is it that some teams perform better than other teams? And you know they've done your boy at Liverpool's done a ton of work with that. And yes. Phil Jackson and, you know, all these different great coaches have, they, they don't focus on is, is the, are the, or am I going to get the, you know, best X's and O's thing. They're focused on how do I get the best out of the player? And in order to get the best out of the player, the player actually has to feel like you care about them as a coach, whether that's tough love or not, they got to, you got to care about it. So I, 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 I that's why I see this thing. Yeah, next I mean, time, next time, can we do a, a lead-in phrase like "nothing personal, but your hair really sucks"? Uh, I don't mean yeah. to step on your toes, but you need to do some more push-ups. Can we do those? Mm, yeah, let's do those. Well, Brandon <laughs> Doble, thank you so much for joining us today. Check out the Football and Football Podcast. If you want to help Larry pick up some trash, please reach out. I'm Andrew Keller for Brandon and London Breed saying thanks for stopping by. <laughs> <laughs>